Thanks. Take a look. We're not messing with kids in this thing. The way the victims tell it, this gang can break into a locked car and lift the radio in under ten minutes. They can pull all four wheels off a car in under six minutes. Insurance companies are screaming. They already got into the police commission. Chief Brown told me this morning he didn't care how we did it, but he wanted it stopped. Well, where do we start? Well, up to now, the investigation's been handled pretty much by the divisions. From here in, it's in your laps. Use as many men as you need, just bring the thieves in. You're not working on anything now, are you? No, we're not. We're just winding up that Gibson thing. A couple of reports to finish. We should be through by noon. We'll turn the reports over to somebody else. I want you to start on this thing right away. Okay. Right, Skimmer. Anything you need, let me know. Right, we'll check you later. Right. Smith? Yes, sir? How'd you get all those cuts in your face there? Shave them? Well, in a way, yeah. Yeah, same thing used to happen to me. Why don't you get yourself an electric razor? Frank and I asked one of the other men in the detail to take care of the reports on the case that we'd finished, and then we started through the statements we'd gotten from Captain Nelson. From them, we got a pretty good idea of how the car stripping ring was operating. There seemed to be a definite plan for the thefts. Most of the stolen articles were in the luxury class. Only radios were taken from Cadillacs and Lincolns. Heaters were stolen from Chryslers. Special hubcaps from foreign cars were listed among the stolen property. We had the stats office make a run on the M.O. that we could piece together, but their information led us nowhere. In none of the reports was there a possible description of the thief. The times the cars were stripped and the locations where the burglaries occurred made it apparent that it was a large-scale operation. For the next two days, we talked to the victims. We double-checked the time of the thefts and the movement of the victims immediately preceding the car stripping. We asked about people loitering in the vicinity of the parked cars. None of the drivers who'd been victimized could supply us with any more evidence than they'd given us in their statements. Friday, June 16th. We checked the list of recent parolees from state penitentiaries and work farms looking for ex-convicts who'd been involved in cases of car stripping. The list of names we came up with were checked out, but they let us nowhere. In the meantime, the pressure from the citizens' groups in the city had gotten worse. At the end of the first week we'd been working on the case, the value of stolen articles reached about $500 a day. Additional officers were assigned to patrol the streets. Radio cars doubled the number of field interrogations they normally made, and although several arrests were made, the possibles picked up apparently had no part in the activities of the organized ring. On Saturday, June 24th, we got a call from an ex-convict. He asked us to come out to his garage and talk to him. Come on back here, fellas. We can talk while I finish up. All right. Hey, quite a place you got here, Al. Yeah, I've been pretty lucky. Got just about all I can handle now. The way business is going, I'm going to have to take on some more help. How many men you got working for you now, Al? Two full-time. Saturdays, I got a couple of kids who come in and help out with the wash jobs. Uh-huh. Now, we can talk right here. Pull up a couple of those chairs. All right. There's a rag there on that bench if you want to wipe them off. They get a little dirty standing around. That's okay, Al. What do you want to see us about? Well, first off, I want to tell you guys that I appreciate the way you treated me when I fell. I'll never forget it. Real nice. Don't worry about it, Al. I read in the papers where you're getting a lot of heat on the stripping going around. Yeah, that's right. I just wondered how you're doing on it. That's going pretty slow. Why, do you know anything? I got a couple of rumbles. You know, it's hard not to hear them. Uh I heard that none of the stuff's been shoved, that right? We haven't seen any of it. The way I get it.